0: Well, good morning. Breakfast at the Broker every Tuesday at 9 a.m. I got to tell you, we have a pretty interesting special guest here. Um, and now, by way of Delray Beach, Florida, he is a brand ambassador at Helping Rhinos. He is the TV host of Video Globetrotter and Lifetime TV. He's an innovator, a trendsetter, a globetrotter. He's a world traveler, uncle, brother, and son. Many want to be like him. But none can duplicate him. He is Scotty.
1: What an intro! Oh my god! You sure you were talking about me? <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what. You you know, um, I've I've had a lot of guests. I've been doing this for about three years now, every Tuesday. Um, and there's no one more interesting than you. <laughs> you you win. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It must be because of my haircut. it's it's a really nice haircut by the way i've tried that but you know it's a little bumpy and it's bad so so, uh listen you know really a pleasure meeting you and um you know we talked a little off stage about you know uh your accomplishments and things that you've been doing you know tell us a little bit about you and and your background um so uh, viewers can get an understanding of who you are so i grew up in south florida
1: in fort lauderdale and my father was a police officer so for me um growing up my life plan was super simple graduate high school six months later join the police academy become a cop have the wife the white picket fence the two and a half kids retire and die like that was literally the the plan three weeks before i graduated high school my father was killed in the line of duty and it turned my whole world upside down i had no idea what i wanted to do And the worst thing was I was a C-minus student. I hated school. And I I really wasn't trained to do anything else but to be a cop. So my cousin's friend was a stockbroker. And he's like, listen, uh, there's these guys. They're opening up an investment banking firm. I know them really good. I can get you in the training program. And then I joined and I became a stockbroker for 10 years. So this was all of the 90s. Um, so essentially, the only skill that I've ever learned and was trained to do, other than being a cop, was how to sell. And in that business, morning Mike, in that business, um, you have to be able to become somebody's best friend in three or four seconds because you're selling over the phone. Back then, it was you know four, five, six hundred cold calls because you have to bill your broker book and. You know, I did that for 10 years and it was in the 90s. The markets were growing up, so it was really successful. Then they sold the firm and I went on a trip to go see my friend's friend who was a expat living in Bangkok. And I bought a two week ticket because I'd never been to Europe, never been to Asia. I was 29 and I got there and I just fell in love. Like Bangkok's a massive city. You could fit five Manhattans inside of Bangkok and the people were just super friendly, super kind. And after four days, I called my mom, I said, send my stuff, I'm never coming home. And I ended up living in Europe and Asia for 17 years. Wow, That's So awesome. while While I was living over there, and I'll make this quick, while I was living over there a couple of years later, social media came around and on a whim, I set up a digital agency, what turns out to be the first digital agency in Southeast Asia. And that's when all the hotels were entering the Southeast Asian market, Bali, Singapore, all the islands in Thailand, Macau. And we were the go-to agency for five years to build out digital strategies and social media management for all these resorts. So I just hired really smart people and watched them for five years. I sold the
0: agency and built up my personal brand. And this is what you see today. So there's a lesson in there. You know, it's not always just, um about you know having these amazing ideas and being able to implement them but it's also having and hiring the right people you know putting that right people on the bus uh to really kind of advance you you know in the real estate market you know it's kind of the same you know the real estate market is is obviously right now it's crazy hot you know it's not going to always be like that Um, you know despite what people think it's uh eventually comes to an end it's all cyclical um you know i wanted to get into Your pictures, right? So, I mean, you've obviously traveled around the world. um, You you continue to do that. You know, tell us, how do you tell stories through pictures?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, here's the thing, and it happened over time, you know, and and a hot thing on Instagram right now, because I know that's what everybody concentrates on, but you shouldn't, but you do, um, is... They archive the old pictures that don't matter or when they were bad or as soon as if if they post a picture and it doesn't get a lot of likes immediately, they take it down and delete it and this and that. I challenge every one of you watching this to scroll back to some of my first posts. They were atrocious. (laughs) People want to see the progression of your life, the progression of everything that you're doing. I learned by trial and error. Listen, if you have a food truck and you go park on a street one day and you get not one customer, are you going to go back there tomorrow? No, you're going to try out a new place. And then when you do find a place that's good, you're going to stay there. It's the same thing in any industry that you're in. Like, um, what you, this is why I love videos and pictures because it's a mixture of a deep, deep story with a video and that perfect picture. And now with with the carousel option on Instagram, you can take a gorgeous picture so you can take your listing and then the second can be a video of the walkthrough. You know, like things like that, you can really mix it up. Um, Let's talk about a little bit right now in the real estate marketing, especially in South Florida. I get very nervous whenever an industry is super hot because people get very lazy with marketing. And this is when they should go all in on marketing and really ride this tidal wave because it's going to come back. It's going to collapse. It's going to, nothing goes up in a straight line forever. There's going to be that progression. And are you going to be ready for that progression? You know what I mean? And if you're not going all in, not just on Instagram, on every platform, you know, you'll you'll see the title my name and I have my handle Mr. Scott Eddy. Yes, that's my title on or that's my handle on Instagram, but it's also my handle on every platform. There's nowhere that you can't find me and find me being very active and also find me having deep conversations with my audience. You'll you'll never find a comment that doesn't have a reply. You know, and I feel that's very, very important and it's lacking in in the real estate industry. You know
0: that I mean, that's that's really a a huge, you know, huge tip and advice, you know, on, you know, engagement. Right. So replying, you know, to your comments as simple as that and as quickly as as you can uh, certainly uh, obviously gets you a, you a tremendous amount of engagement. We, we we're talking off air about you know platforms and you know you know why we use facebook or why we you know want seo with google pay-per-click and and organic searches and all these other things that but uh, you had an interesting take on twitter um tell us a little bit about uh your kind of what you think about twitter and 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 how how it's kind of evolved so twitter is my number one
1: platform it, it always has been it always will be it's where i built my personal brand And here's something that most people don't recognize about Twitter. If you Google my name, I dominate the first few pages only because, and and first off, even though I have a common name and only because tweets mark for SEO very high. And I'll tell you the reason why Google and, 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 and Facebook are big time competitors, Google owns YouTube and they have the search. Facebook, people use Facebook to search, people use Instagram to search. So both of those big time competitors, right? Neither one of them want you to leave their team of apps, websites, whatever it is. So Google will always rank a tweet for SEO, that invisible mark that you get for SEO every time you post something on social, higher than anything you could put on Facebook or Instagram because of that fact. So for you not to have Twitter, because it's not cool, or because it's not the hottest platform out there, you're killing yourself, you're killing your personal brand, you should be active on every platform on a daily basis. And I know what you're thinking, I don't have time, I don't know how to use it. I don't understand Twitter, I don't have you ever taken the time to try to learn? I'm telling you right now, if you don't have time, wake up 15 minutes earlier. Literally schedule three five-minute breaks into your day where you do nothing but engage with tweets, work on tweets, or send tweets out. Those 15 minutes are gonna come back to you tenfold.
0: Yeah, it's, um, you know, and the funny thing is, is if you talk to any um, you know, kind of experts um, in the uh, digital marketing space, uh, they all talk about Twitter. You know, they all talk about search.twitter.com. They all, you know, they, you know, you're continually searching on on Twitter. And I mean, right now, I could go ahead and search on. Twitter, you know, Bo- Boca Raton, who's talking about Boca Raton real estate agents or who's wanting Boca Raton homes, you know, and, and engaging in those people. So um, it's, it's a big, it's a big deal. And uh, thanks for, uh, you know, bringing that up. I wanted to get into like a little bit of travel because uh, I know that's right up your uh, your lane, your alley. Um, what's, what's the, I mean, listen, you've been to some amazing places. Oh, what's your favorite place? What 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 just like blew you away, or was something that you know you just weren't expecting?
1: Hands down, my favorite place still is Thailand. Um, I lived eleven years in Bangkok, and I just feel that the warmth and the incredible humans that live in Southeast Asia are just something that it, it, it's indescribable. I mean, they're just they're the kindest people on the planet, and They will always remain at the top of the food chain for me. Just like like the uh, just
0: like the 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 Americans, right? Yeah, especially
1: (laughs) South Florida. (laughs) Listen, I remember when the people used to be nice in South Florida. I lived in Fort Lauderdale since I was three. I grew up in (laughs) Las Olas, and you know, locking the door was was, you know, not always a thing that you needed to do. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's crazy, right? I mean, uh, listen, we used to leave our door unlocked. We, I mean, no issues like, you know, and then just people, uh, I guess gravitated to taking advantage of people. And, uh, you know, the, the, the lack of respect sometimes is, uh, is my biggest pet peeve, I guess. Um, Mind and you. manners, I would say. <laughs> so, um, you also, uh, I mean, tell us a little bit about your, uh, travel show. Because uh, um, you have a travel um, show on Lifetime. And uh, how did that come about? And, you know, what are you doing? Because you're you're hosting, you know, all these beautiful places around the world. So it's really funny. I, I'd probably say that
1: 80% of my friends in real life right now I met on social. Um, so I, I had this lady uh, who now is my publicist. And she lives here in Delray, and she's always followed me. And one day when I happen to be in town, she goes, oh, hey, you're here. We should meet up. You know, I want to talk to you. You should have a book out. You should have this, this, this. So we met up for a drink, become friends. And three months later, she signed on to be my publicist. And the first thing that she brought to me, she said, hey, I, represent, I do PR for this studio uh, here in South Florida, actually and they have six shows on lifetime right now and they have a travel show on the shelf and it just it was the perfect timing the perfect fit and it's very much like an anthony bourdain type show i you know i walk and talk and and eat with locals wherever i go and it's very it's filmed on location the problem is is we finished filming the first episode a few weeks before the pandemic hit. So it actually premiered during the pandemic, but the show hasn't been canceled, and more more shows are on the horizon. Uh, I actually have a call about it next week, and yeah, more coming soon.
0: It's called Video World. Shutter and it's cool. It's the first travel series on Lifetime. That's awesome. Uh, we'll look out for uh, new episodes as well. So uh, what um, what took to me, you know, as I was reading your profile and looking at your background. Um, you're a brand ambassador to helping rhinos and um i have a very good friend of mine who's uh, from south africa and i had the pleasure of um uh, going with him a few years ago uh, to south africa and, and really kind of understanding the bush as they put it um and and going on a like a crazy six star safari thing and right i mean wow i mean does that just it, it? takes your breath away because it's it's just so beautiful and it's just so not what you're expecting and it's so not lying country safari. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. right. So tell us how you got involved in the rhinos and and I mean obviously I know the stories of you know all the poaching and stuff, but tell us you know you know how's that progressing and maybe how uh, viewers can maybe help.
1: Yeah. So again, it goes all back to. When I when I moved to Thailand, and I really saw the 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 way that they use elephants in tourism, like bad tourism, like you know, they the foreigners come over and they ride them and they make money. But but what people don't know is the way they train them to do that. It, it's just really really bad and it's inhumane. So there are huge elephant orphanages and 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 uh charities over there that really help and foundations that help that cause and they're really trying to rectify that problem so i i fell in love with that kind of conservation when i was in thailand now helping rhinos has been following me on twitter for a long time and one day they reached out to me on instagram and it was actually them they reached out to me they said hey we just dropped a new apparel line can you help us promote it? And I said, yes, I can, but that's easy. Let's go bigger. I want to talk to your founder and, you know, let's, let's see if we can do something cool. So we had that zoom call and this was the result of it. It came out and I I just wanted to help. And coincidentally, I had a trip to Kenya planned right after this trip. And I just came back from there and I made the announcement while over there and it was just, it, it just felt organic. And for me to be able to do something that feels organic, it, it's just a huge thing. Um, so they do a lot with helping all the rhino conservations all around the world, but especially in Africa. And they have fundraisers and things like that all the time, but check them out, org. They have some really cool apparel on there. You can adopt a rhino, you can do all sorts of things. And they're just a great group
0: of people. And it's all they do is give, give, give. I love it. Um, it. When we were out there um, in South Africa, you know, they were telling us just stories of, you know, because um, for those that don't know, you know, they basically the, uh, the tusks of a, of a rhino is, is, uh, is worth a lot of, a lot of money to a lot of people, especially in, in Asia. And so, you know, it could be a hundred thousand dollars in, in some cases, you know? Um, so what they're doing is they're cutting off the tusks and, um, you know, leaving these rhinos, you know, um, to basically die. And, um, and there's tons of poachers and, and there's a problem in the, um, you know, the inside, you know, people that are opening up the gates and, and not, you know, um, you know, the, the ones that are supposed to be on the anti-poaching, you know, task forces and stuff like that, you know, are just, uh, are getting, uh, you know, bribed and, and such. So, um, you know, it, it, it was interesting because you, you know, listen, we, we live in a sheltered society, <laughs> you know, we're, we're looking in a, you know, first of all, we're in South Florida right now, you know, it's, it's beautiful weather, um. And a lot of times we get consumed with our own lives and we don't consume, we don't consume the, the positivity of, you know, maybe what's out there, you know, except for what's in our world. Right. So I think, um, you know, I think these causes um, really bring and shed some light onto some really, really big things that, um, you know, we need to be aware of a hundred percent. So let me ask you a question.
1: Um, in, in your world, uh, where are your most powerful reviews? Is it a platform like Zillow or something like that, or is it another platform?
0: So, um, our, our most powerful reviews right now are on Google. Um, okay. uh, they tend to, um, you know, I mean, they've done surveys and, and such like that. You know, buyers and sellers tend to trust Google reviews more than any other platform. So, whether you're do using a different platform to put out the Google reviews, um, you know, that's fine. But, uh, you know, basically you you want as many Google reviews as possible. Um, the Zillow reviews, um, nowadays, um, Zillow is manipulating things and with, with the reviews and the accuracy of data and such. So, um, you know, whether it's realtor.com or any of these portals, you know, they're in control over it. Of course, You you know, Google's objective isn't, you know, to necessarily, um, you know just sell ads it's to give the most relevant content in the quickest amount of time to that consumer so they continue to come back to google so here's where i was going with
1: that i i, I looked over i don't know like preparing for this in the last few days i looked over a hundred real estate accounts on all platforms over the last few days and Here's something, and it's could be a low-hanging fruit that I don't see anybody doing. I saw like two people doing it. Why aren't you giving your your um your reviews a shout out on your social channels and tagging them? Like really like loving your customers harder than you've ever loved them in the history of customers. Like really putting them in the spotlight. And that does a couple things. A, it shows your humanity and like your your willingness to give back on your platform. But B, you're really showcasing that you did a good job and somebody spot highlighted that and they took the time out to actually do that. You know what I mean? Like it, it goes back. It goes deep, deep, deep for your personal brand. And I think that people aren't doing it enough.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. I think that a lot of, um, you know, at least uh, I could speak, you know, from a personal experience. You know, a lot of my buyers and sellers have many, many realtor friends, and they're trying to, you know, unfortunately, you know, trying to not piss off <laughs> as many people. And I think um, sometimes you got to be a, a little careful with the with tagging and such. But you're right, you know, too many times we're worried about what other people are thinking, even though we really need to, you know, just show that we care.
1: Well, I mean, even if you're not tagging, yeah, you know, and I'm talking like, it's just, listen, video is the cheapest, fastest and most effective way to build trust with your audience. And nothing builds trust more than being authentic, raw, gritty, just showing that real, um, that real voice. This is why I love, you know, what Mike does on the on the beach every morning with his well, Facebook live, yeah. and and not only is he building trust and he's having fun with it and this and that, but he's actually getting customers.
0: Yeah, like it's crazy. Well, I mean, we wouldn't have met without Mike, right? 100%. Like, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, unless we were walking and you know down the, the avenue or something and we, we happened to meet you know, but, uh, you know, and, and that's what happens. It's all about connections, human connections, you know, relationships and networking and, and such. It's, um, so, you know, we talked about, you know, you know, Twitter, we've talked about, you know, obviously reviews, as, as you said, you know, where's the real estate, you know, and I, and I like to get your insight on the real estate market, but I also like to get your insight because I like, you know, I don't want insights with just real estate agents and brokers or people that are in the, um, in the industry. I like to see, you know, outside of the industry to kind of, you know, look at it and say, hey, you know, um, where's the real estate market going in your opinion? And what should real estate agents be doing other than obviously tagging your, you know, for reviews and such, what should they be doing to gear up for the next marketing age? I think
1: they should go all in on social right now and post like they've never posted before. You need to be posting at least once, if not multiple times on every channel that you have, but don't just show listings. Who cares about that? Show that you're a thought leader. Talk about, talk about, um, taking a selfish. Interest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, not selfish selfie. Come on, Mike, get with the program. It's nine thirty. Yeah. Um, uh I think that people need to people need to be more active on social talking about uh the industry ha- showcasing themselves as a thought leader versus is all they have in their in their uh timeline is listing 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 people don't want to see that It doesn't matter. Talk about what I would be doing if I was down here and I was a broker right now. First off, there's more customers than inventory. So there's always a backlog with that right now because I have many, many realtor friends and and it's a huge issue right now. What I would be doing, I would be talking about making a move to Florida and what that means to you. What problems are you going to have making that move to Florida? How can making that move to Florida, and here are some tips to streamline that process so you don't make these mistakes. And then I would take these videos, I would take these videos and I would run Facebook ads to the Northeast, to California, where you're getting most of the people moving here from, and really target certain zip codes in there that we're getting more more people that are moving down here and really like be very specific hey new york are you thinking about moving to south florida well here's five of the top reasons um why you should here are five problems you're going to encounter making that move and here's how to rectify that here are five of the best schools down here where you can put your kid I, I mean, is all I would be doing is video content, not selling. That's all yeah. I would be doing because it's all you're doing is building your personal brand for the next five years.
0: Love it. No, I absolutely love it. I mean, we talked, uh, last week, I uh, was at a, uh, REMAX conference. Um, and we talked with a, a video guy who, um, does pros he's in Myrtle beach. Seems mm-hmm. Jeremy Bland, and he does, um, you know, pros and cons of uh, moving to, you know, um, the top 10 things of pros and cons of m- moving to Myrtle Beach. And he does it on YouTube and he says he, he, he doesn't share it from YouTube to Facebook. Right. He actually does different content for different platforms because there's different audiences. Yeah. Sure. Good stuff. Well, Scott, I, gotta, I, I always end the, the, um, the, the interview with uh, two questions um one is what's your favorite streaming series of all time and um what are you currently watching and if you don't watch streaming um you know maybe a favorite book or book recommendation so i don't read because
1: i i I have crazy adhd so i listen to podcasts and (laughs) youtube youtube premium is like the best thing that could ever happen so i can just play something close the app and then put it in my pocket and it's still going in my headphone um i i don't really watch tv i i I watch news sports and this and that but i am highly addicted to big bang theory so i have all the episodes downloaded and i'll binge a season or two when i'm on flights always love it
0: (laughs) well i mean i got my attention (laughs) so sitcoms are perfect i mean we you know Amazing tips, Um, Scott, you're an amazing uh, person. You know, we talked about, you know, um, reviews and and how to um, really show that your customers care. We talked about video and putting them in um, where consumers are. Um, And we talked about photos and and how to tell a story through pictures and such and how to use Twitter. So uh, we certainly appreciate it. We look forward to your uh, next, uh, um, your new episodes on uh, Video Mm -hmm. Globetrotter on Lifetime, and uh, we really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Michael Glickman, thank you very much for putting us together. Uh, Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Thanks again, Scott. Have a wonderful week. I appreciate it.
1: All right, guys. Thank you. All right. Be well.